It's Monday night, another episode of The Loud Pedal, our last one for the year. I'm joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? We have a special co-host tonight, the dumpster fire, Nick Sandone III. Of course, me, the <laughs> What's going on? Our guest tonight is the 2021 Bridgeport Street Stock Champion, Tom Wills Jr. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thanks for having you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been informed by Nick that we have to ask you about your speech at the awards ceremony. (laughs) I don't know. He He said it was epic. He said you gave this epic speech. So it started off the way you're supposed to go, and then Somewhere there, in the kind of tail, I love everybody kind of thing. Hey, you know what? You know, just uh, feeling a little happy that night, picking up the championship check. I'm sure, you know. So I'm, I would have loved everybody too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was nice. They put on a. They put on a good. Um, a nice. They put out a nice spread and everything. And, and Bridgeport always does a good job at their banquet. And I don't know. I just I was I was hoping it would get along, it would get it, you know, get to us so I can just get done and stop being so nervous about it. And then I don't know if I bollocks it up or not. Nah, man, it was perfect. I loved every bit of it, and your um, just the passion with like how how dedicated you are to the street stack guys and everybody. Like it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, we had so much help this year from from pretty much everybody. I mean, everybody along the pits with the street stock guys. Um, you know, we had a good year with the six wins, but we had we blew the motor up four times. And Ooh. every oh, yeah, every time something happened, there's four or five guys at the end of my trailer offering anything they got. Which I don't know if that's just unique to the street stocks, but. Um, you know, this year was really humbling for me personally, um, just knowing that there's so many people that have your back if you ever have a problem. Now, you say you blew the motor up four times. Now, most people know like the, the average cost of like a modified motor is probably for a big block. It's going to cost you like 30 to 50 grand. And I guess, Nick, you could answer this question too, either one of you. What's the average cost for a street stock motor? Whew. Um, I mean, I guess that all depends on where you go, who you know, and what you want. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Tommy? Yeah, I would say um, we were having timing changes, which was our our issue. Um, you know, every time the chain broke, we had to replace all the, mostly all the valves. Yeah. <laughs> and the bottom end was good. It was just basically everything else, and it was just. It was fairly expensive. I mean, it's, you know, at least two. And, and I, I mean, I I really got to thank uh, Jerry Glenn over at Method Speed. Um, you know, he I know he's swamped. And every time we had an issue, he was always, you know, always willing to help. And he always, every time, you know, was, was involved. You know, he'd get a hold of us. Hey, what's going on? And, you know, we wouldn't be here. You know, if it wasn't for him, that's for sure. 
Now, some of the guys that were helping you out when when you were in dire need was Nick one of them or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, Nick, I mean, we park right next to each other, so he's usually the he's usually the first one over there. You know, if you guys ever need right. anything, like, um, and, and try and hide or anything like that, like try to oh, I don't see nothing, and like try to scoot away, <laughs> nothing like that. No, no, no. And and Nick's got a great group of people that that he uh, does. Helps him. Um, his dad and uh, he and those guys. I mean, they are they are very passionate about helping Nick and racing and, and helping pretty much anybody. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, they're always willing to help. And you know, having people like that is invaluable. And and that many people yes. too. Yeah. You know, you, you got to think that all street stock crews got two to three guys. Um, you know, at the most. And, you know, he's got like 10. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's full of themselves, aren't you, Nick? Well, I mean, this year was actually pretty awesome for me because when I first started, uh, Tom could tell you, I I didn't have that at first. And and, um, Tom and his dad, they would come over and give me some pointers. I was a rookie. I I don't don't know what I'm doing, you know. And um, they came over to me a couple times, and now, like, uh, we pit next to each other, and um, it's just really cool to be able to give back to someone who has helped me out when I first started. And I mean, that was only what two years ago, <laughs> so right. um, it was it was really cool to to be able to to help out people this year. Um, it, it, it feels real good. Now, uh, Tom, this is your third championship at Bridgeport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it harder to win the championship on the big track or the new track? Uh, I feel like I feel like the new track uh, is so much so much more it's so much more involved. Um, the old track you could have coffee on the back stretch, and you know you're just out there picking and choosing your line and setting your moves up. Um, I mean, on the new track, it seems like it may look like we're going slow, but and Nick can attest to this. You're driving like your hair's on fire the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So, as for as wide as the track is, it seems like you're in the middle of the smallest bull ring that there is. <laughs> I mean, you guys put on a really good show. I mean, I always... So of course, I don't like sportsman racing too much. The crate wow. racing is extremely boring to me, especially when I was on the big track. But I always told people the street stocks, even at the big track, probably put on one of the better shows out of all the classes that race there. I mean, you guys are just like side by side, lap by lap. I mean, obviously, yeah, you have a couple stragglers back there. But for the most part, it's just like you have no idea who's going to win the damn thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, believe it or not, we – the setup that we were using on the big track is, you know, the same setup that my dad used in the eighties and nineties. I mean, the track really never changed that much. Right. I mean, they put clay times, but that was about it. Huh. And now you have a completely different setup for the new track. Yeah. We, uh, 2020, we looked like a complete smacked ass. Um, <laughs> <we> had- <laughs> We had a we had a couple of good finishes. Uh, we didn't win anything. You know, we 
we were fairly competitive at the end of the year. Um, it was like a real kick, uh, you know, real kick in the nuts. You know, you got to step your game up. You can't just around here with old stuff. That's when uh, I started doing some research the winter, and uh, I got a hold of a guy, Paul Dowdy, with RF. Um, we got talking back and forth. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he thought that we were just a bunch of bullshitters and we didn't know what we were talking about with racing, <laughs> what we were talking about, you know, what happened in 2020. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul was very forthcoming with, you know, with a lot of information and a lot of, you know, knowledge that he has. And, you know, we struck a, a deal that if we, you know, you give us some information and we'll buy the parts off of you and, it really blossomed into a relationship that I wouldn't trade in for nothing. Is uh, I have a question: Is is Nick a, a good pit neighbor, or is he like one of those slobs hogging space up stuff? Does he get in the way a lot, or is he or is he a very respectful pit neighbor? He's a very respectful pit neighbor. <laughs> and then the the um, oh boy, that hundred lapper Nick can tell you. Uh, that was a mess for those guys. I, I was just trying to stay out of the way. They were there was probably twenty people all around that crashing. Yeah, I broke so many parts that weekend. I don't even remember what we broke, but it seemed like every time we went out there, something broke. But um, again, Tommy was one of the teams that stepped up and helped us out with some parts. Um, and uh, there's so many teams that helped out that weekend. That uh, that was a crazy. Thing. That was a crazy weekend for kind of both of us, Tommy. But. Now if we could just keep the late models out of that race, it would actually be a good race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the street stock class. Not a super late model class. The street stock class. <laughs> I understand what I understand what happened. Like, I get, I get what happened. Um, you know, Doug had to put it. And I don't fault. I don't fault anybody involved any of that um there was you know obviously you know you're gonna be mad i was mad because the motor blew up again so (laughs) yeah it it was just it wasn't our weekend and you know we we had put so much into it like everybody did and you know it i don't fault anybody for for anything on that you know it was you know at the end of the race it was a great race it was, you know, it was a really good. Race. Yeah, it was a good race. I watched it on. I wasn't there, but I watched it on on Flow. And I think I turned in late, and when I turned it on, I think it was right when the red flag happened. The guy flipped on the front stretch. Oh man, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I watched it from. I watched it from there on. It was. It was a really good race, but the whole time I saw Jimmy creeping through the field, and I was like, as soon as he gets to lead, the race is over. But that guy, I, I don't know who the guy was that finished second. I, he was an outsider from somewhere like Wisconsin or something, I think, or I don't know where he was from, but I, he was he was right there with him. So if Jimmy would have made one mistake, I think he would have got him. I think they said the brakes went out on that car or something, and that's why he kind of fell back. But yeah, it was a it was a good race there towards the end. Yeah, who needs brakes? Yeah. <laughs> Choose the car in front of you. Yeah, I was going to say, use the car in front of you. You'll stop. He that's won't, what, but you will. That's what freezing does. That's, 
Yes. Whoops. 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 That's going down. I mean, um, anyway, so how did you get your start in racing? So, earlier, you know, my dad was running New Egypt probably 2008 to 10, I guess, 11. And we were in the garage one night just talking, drinking a couple of beers. And, you know, he asked me, you know, do you think you'd ever want to race? And we had talked about it before. And I said, yeah, you know, I'd like to maybe give it a shot one day. And uh, he had an old car over at my grandma's just in the weeds. And he said, "Why well, you just see it. We're gonna, you know, you're gonna learn everything on the, on a car. You yeah. know, you're gonna do it the right way. You're gonna first, you know, you're gonna learn everything about it, and then, you know, we'll start building you a car." So it took me a couple of years to, you know, to really get good at everything else, and then we started building the car. And I started in 2012 up in New Egypt, and did pretty good. Um, I missed my first two races. That was back when New Egypt had enough cars to for a, uh, for a B main and enough to send cars home. And so I missed my first two races, and after that, we just kind of just started learning. Uh, I mean, the motor in my first car was out of the Suburban that my dad used to tow his motor as uh, modified with. So, oh wow, that's cool. Was, uh, yeah, it was. You know, it's you don't. When you're learning, you don't really need all that stuff yet. You gotta learn how to drive a car before you can learn how to go fast. Right. Now, when you when you first started racing at New Egypt, there um, was your dad racing with you too at that same time, or did he pause to help you out? Or I think the first, I want to say the first couple times he he was still running. Um, I think he, I'm pretty sure he did. And then 2013, he may have he may have quit or, or not quit, but he may have took some time off. And then 2013, we ran was our first year at Bridgeport. Um, we kind of moved. We moved over um, when Serrano went over to Bridgeport. Uh, Ron Freeze, Ludwig, there was a bunch of us that kind of had had enough of the BS up at New Egypt and just went to Bridgeport. We weren't very well perceived, really, in the beginning. So you left New Egypt because there's bullshit going on there. Was there also like a product skate going on there too in your division? Like what happened to Billy Junior this year? Uh, not really. Uh, it was it was more just yeah, there's politics at every race. You don't oh, really yeah. want to be. You don't oh, really absolutely. want to be. Absolutely. So decided that we weren't going to be a part of it anymore. Um, it's, from where we live in Tabernacle, it's 45 minutes to Bridgeport or it's 45 minutes to New Egypt. So, oh, so you're right in the middle there. Take your pick. Yeah, that's yeah. not, not bad at all. Now, does, does, well, obviously you haven't raced at New Egypt in a while, but does one pay more than the other or is it pretty comparable? It was, it was I believe it was the same. And then... I don't, I want to say 2016 or 2017, they upped it to 500 to win up at New Egypt, and we lost a couple cars. But, okay. Uh, for, for the most part, it's been the same for a long time. 
Now, are the rules the same between the two tracks? Like, could you take your car now and go run New Egypt? I I would think they would let you maybe run once and then tell you not to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, they have a super late model at New Egypt. They let run with those guys. So, I don't, you know, it's it always seemed like they had a hard on for us for whatever reason. So we never really even entertained the thought. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Which sucks because I like I like the track up there. It's a very nice facility, but I'm with you. Like it's just, it's just like everyone you talk to, there's always some kind of BS going on up there that everybody gets tired of, and they all leave. They all leave. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't you know. I still have friends that race up there and they, you know, they like it and they enjoy it and that's fine. That's, you know, that's their, you know, they're close to there and all that. and They enjoy it and that's fine. I, I enjoy running at Bridgeport. Now moving forward, do you have any plans or entertaining any thoughts of getting up, uh, getting into a sportsman anytime soon or at all? We had, uh, we had kind of kicked the idea at the you know the beginning of the like the very beginning of this year and, and this year really kicked our ass and we uh just scrapped it. But when I started up at Bridgeport in twenty thirteen I had a like a handshake deal with Mike Isles to run his uh big block in warm ups, which I was really looking forward to. And then Mike kind of packed it in, you know, not any fault, you know, any fault it is. It was just, he just sold everything and stopped coming. So <laughs> I never really, never really got to experience anything like that. And I've never had any offers to, Hey, come drive my sportsman or my modified or anything like that. So I think for now, I'm just going to bum around and be a street stock guy. Like I believe I really am. <laughs> Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get Nick to buy a sportsman, and you're gonna drive it. <laughs> I'm in for that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely not that's, letting him in it. Well, that's not fair. We'd have, we'd have to take turns, man. It's not long fair. Life's not ball. fair, Nick. Well, life's not fair. So <laughs> I'm not trying races. <laughs> we both in rookie division. Yeah, we can do that. We'll, we'll race every other race in the rookie division, Tom. There you go. There you go. So you can share info with each other. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, next year is the uh, – I guess they're doing another 10,000 to win street stock race at Bridgeport. Uh, yeah. I guess let's, say, let's say it comes <laughs> down coming out of turn four and your pit buddy is here right next to you to win that 10 grand. Are you going to dump his ass? Oh, boy, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we called you, we asked Nick the same question. He said, oh, come on. He said, Dude, the shit that was coming out of Nick's mouth, oh, my God. It was horrible. I blocked that's a bunch of That's a bunch of lies. <laughs> I, I, pr- I probably but I'd, I'd peel them off a couple a couple grand to, to fix some oh, stuff. Come on. So you guys want to shit. Fair enough. Well, I know Tommy. Tommy races hard. Um. I don't think it would be intentional, but I guarantee you he's gonna he's gonna he run me as hard it. as he can for that ten grand. So there will be bumping and rubbing for sure. I, I don't, Dude, I don't. I'll put your ass up in that wall <laughs> <laughs> for 
fifth place. Just the fact that you're next to me. Oh, here comes Dick. Oh, come on. I'm going to have some fun. Now, I'm out here. <laughs> now I, I know there is a guy in your class that would take both of you probably out for that yeah, 10,000 to win. So yeah. I'm not going to mention any names, but, you know, he drives a white car. <laughs> and I think he would probably take you both out. I mean, it's for $10,000 for street stock. I mean, do you really blame anybody? No. If, even if it was a modified, I'd probably do it. I'd do it, I'd do it if it was a big wheel race. <laughs> I'd take my son out for that. I'd, I'd stiff arm his little ass. And it's late in the year. You can always make up over, over the winter. Oh, you have, yeah, yeah, exactly. You have there you go. Just drive that son bitch right into him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, right? Go big or go, go home. home. Yeah. That's it, Mike. You can't race with the big dolls and stay underneath the porch. That's I it. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Nick, so right, Nick. Nick, ask your question. My, my question? I'm up again? Damn, you put me on the spot. I had one I had I had a question that wasn't race related. Oh no, we do that. That's another show, and we don't do that here. No, no, we're we're gonna do that here. So <laughs> you can text them on the side and do that shit. It's, a, it's almost it's almost two questions in a way. But oh uh, my god, can I buy Tom, Val? <laughs> nope, Tommy. I know you listen to country. Um, what's your ideal favorite country concert that you would go see? Metallica. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Um, I feel like. I feel like Luke Combs sings the songs of my life, so I'd probably go to Luke Combs. Nice. I like that. So it wouldn't be a uh, Miranda Lambert? I've been to a Miranda Lambert concert. <laughs> oh, so what's the, what's the story about a black and mild incident? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking that taking it out, uh, taking them out now? <laughs> yes, now I'm taking them out. Yeah, see? <laughs> that's off the table, Dick. So uh, we're we're at this concert and we're all the way back up at the top at BB and C in uh, Philly or in uh, uh, Camden, and I was smoking a cigar, like a like a backwoods cigar. Yeah. <laughs> This guy comes walking up and he says, uh, I guess he thought there was weed, which there wasn't, but he walked up and he says, Can I get a hit of that? I'm like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, Well, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Um, I gave him. And he took a puff off of it. He realized it wasn't weed and he like kind of threw it back at me and he took off. Tears running down his face. Oh, oh my god, dude. That's, oh my god, that's hilarious. I'm glad that's the story Carol picked and not the couple that I was thinking she was gonna give you. <laughs> oh man. Well, oh, it's good stuff. Oh. So what was your two part question, Nick? 
that, I just, I just, that was it, man. I yeah. Oh, he, asked, he asked him his, what his country concert would be and then asked him about the Miranda Lambert thing. Actually, it was kind of like a three-part question. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said, what, where, where, you know, <laughs> so you snuck one in there. All right, Tom. So we got a question that we ask uh, pretty much every driver. Uh, yeah, we Nick's not allowed to answer this question anymore. Any, anymore. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, your Mount Rushmore of racing. Any driver, any class, living or deceased, who's your poor driver? Oh my gosh, is this the one where you put Kyle Busch on it? It yes. is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, yep, wow. it is. We were embarrassed for him. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Yeah, we were. I heard something to your car after that. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he did. Uh, mine would probably. Oh, boy. Probably Richard Pettit. Oh. You got, you got to throw Mario Andretti in there. I mean, he's. Ooh. Uh, go Richie Evans. Nice. And you can't put a better person in a race car at this point in time than Kyle Larson. Very true. Very true. Just the, oh. the stuff that he's doing, the stuff that he's doing in the last couple of years is just historic. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just, I, I just hope it's sustainable. Yeah, and, and my, yeah, if, it, if it's sustainable moving forward with him, say, I don't know, next 20, he's going to be mentioned as in the same conversation with Mario Andretti and AJ Foyce probably being the best race car drivers of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, for the longest time, just what you could do in a race car was probably Tony Stewart. In, yeah. In that. In that. Yeah. But then yeah. what Will Larson's doing now is just. I agree. So that so does that mean we got to get him an Indy car? I would I wouldn't surprise me if he got in and eventually won an Indy 500. It wouldn't shock me at all. <laughs> I'd, put, I'd put those odds up against anybody. I, I you'd have to pick him because it's Kyle Larson. I would I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in an F1 car for a race or two also. And wins a world championship. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Be the only, yeah. Oh, that would. I think he's that good and that versatile that he could. That would be. That would be awesome. Yeah, that, that F one championship was pretty crazy too. Yes, it yeah, was. I heard. At least uh, Crybaby Hamilton didn't win. True. Yeah. Oh, that brings me to my next question, Tom. Um, so we were talking, and who's obviously everybody knows the Let's Go Brandon champ. Who's the actual guy, Brandon? Like, what series yeah, who, is he yeah. racing? Do you know? Do I know? Yeah, yeah. Nick, said you, Nick said you might know who he is. Well, yeah, it's Brandon Brown. He won a Tile Davis. Ah. In what? In what? What? what uh, Xfinity. Xfinity. Yeah, I watched. It's 68. Okay. Watch, he said. Oh, okay. watch, that's who. I, I told you he would know. Oh, I thought it was like uh, like some like uh, lower NASCAR series. I didn't know it was the Xfinity car. So me and my dad were watching the race, and they're they're saying what they're saying, and I'm like, you hear what they're saying, right? And so, <laughs> <laughs> you went through that whole thing, and I'm like, that's that's not what you're saying. And it was, it was, it was 
Oh, that is great. I love that chant. That's great. It's really good. If you do nothing on. for the rest of his career, you're going to know who this guy is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know who he was. I, I, all I know is Let's Go Brandy was pretty popular. Okay. Yeah, hat, there you hats, go. hats off to the reporter that was interviewing him for uh, trying to spin it there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of came up with something a little bit closer to, you know, F you Biden. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of- I felt so bad for her, too, because she's in such a tough spot there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would have been better if she got into it with the crowd, like, yeah, and started pumping them on more. That would have been great. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> then Fox would have fired her or whoever. The... Cares. They, like, they don't report news anyway, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is our last show ever. <laughs> yeah, we're start boycotting us. Yeah, because of Nick. <laughs> no, that'll, that'll never happen, man. <laughs> well, oh, Mahaney, Mike Mahaney called us edgy, so there you go. He did call us edgy. I like it though. I love it. You know, it's better than some of these other podcasts out there. Yeah, we won't mention any names. I think one of them is calling it quits. Yeah, because he can't get drivers on. Because they, because they come over here to the dark side where it's more fun. That's it. Um, so, like, I don't really follow. Uh, I mean, I follow the pro stocks at Bridgeport because it's my home track. But is there? There's not really like a whole lot of traveling for you guys to do, right? It's pretty much just weekly shows on Saturday nights, or yeah. If you uh, if you wanted to go to New Egypt, I guess you could. Um, but we're we're pretty much we're content where we're you know running at Bridgeport. I mean they got yeah. us running they got us running a lot of weeks and that kind of I'm glad we I'm glad we when we had our issues there in July I'm glad we decided to work towards winning the championship instead of going for the hundred laps. Right. Mm-hmm. So the. Uh, how do you feel about the whole schedule at Bridgeport? Do you think it's uh, too, too much? Uh, like you said, you can't really go anywhere else with it because we're racing every single weekend. But um, me personally, I don't go anywhere else. So, you know, me, I, I don't mind it. But, but um, like, how do you how do you feel about it? Well, yeah, and you got a you got like a two minute toe, so that's not too bad either. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um. For for us, I know next year we're going more to a part time schedule. Um, we financially this year just really took the, took the wind out of our sails. So I know we're not we're not running for points next year. We're gonna just focus on running well and just coming down there and try to win some races. You know when we can get there. So what you're saying is we need to find you another sponsor. I mean, if you guys can come up with some money, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, we, we got yeah. a lot. We got a lot of listeners. We got. Yeah, we're we looking got, for a sponsorship. <laughs> Shit. We got some good. We got, we got some good sponsors. We just uh, the uh, it's the small stuff that adds up. I mean. It's, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The tires. You know, we only get. You only get three or four races out of you know, and if you want to run up front, you got to have good rubber. 
Right. And fuel's $12 a gallon or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You go, you go through six, seven gallons a night. It's Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it all adds up over the, you know, over the course of a year. And then last year, you know, with the motor issues and stuff, I mean, we just, yeah. We're, we're so far in the hole now that it's going to take us forever to get out of it. And I mean, it's not even, I, mean, I put in what I can, but my dad, I mean, he's, I mean, if it wasn't for, I mean, we, the second or third time the motor blew up, I mean, we had just pretty much turned the town. I, I, when we had issues, I was there first thing Sunday morning. We had the motor out, you know, getting ready to go over to, uh, to our motor guy to get it worked on and you know we pretty much turned the talent I, I actually went um we went tubing that day me and my girlfriend and my and her boyfriend and a couple other people we went to when we were out drinking on the you know on the on the creek and having a big time and my dad called and said hey the Beaumonts uh said we, we could uh get a motor off them so when you get done why don't you come on over nice but, uh, but um, you know, Mark, Mark and Jack Beaumont have been really, really huge for us here. Um, they had a they had a motor up at our motor builder that they weren't going to do anything with, and we didn't we didn't have the money to buy it at the time. And they just said, you know, we'll worry about the money when you know when the season's over. You just go and finish the year, and we'll see what happens. Oh, nice! That's awesome to have people like that helping you out. Uh, the 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 entire Beaumont family is they've we've all been friends for a hundred years it seems like. And, um, I didn't realize you were that old, Tom. Damn. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mark Beth and Jack Beaumont, I mean, you know, with racing, I mean, we, they've been with you know my dad since since the early and you know we've all you know. If we got something they need, they already know it's theirs. And if they got something we need, all we got to do is ask. I actually, uh, I watched your dad's win last year on Flow. I was watching Flow when, when your dad won last year. And, uh, um, oh, God, whose car was he in? Uh, Andrew Jocelyn's car. Jocelyn's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was huge, man. That was, uh, that was huge for, for us as a fan. But for Andrew and his dad, that was that was huge. I can't explain how huge that was for them. Yeah, your your dad was super pumped when Victory Lane. Oh man, he was fired up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's you get the same reaction every Victory Lane. I can attest to that. That's awesome. Yeah, he he is a racer. That guy. He, he he's incredible to watch in the pits and on the track. Like he's. Well, you saw the energy. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a racer. Now, is he your, is he your crew chief, Tom? Uh, yeah. So, like I was talking about earlier with, uh, Paul from RS Customs, um, he watches us on flow when he's not racing out with his son. Uh-huh. And he'll, he'll, he'll call us or he'll call my phone and say, yo, you got to change this and this. I'm looking and I'm watching the car's not in track. You know, you got to change this and this. And person go out there and that's 10, the stuff that he tells you, friggin' 
we went out and won the race. I mean, it, it was, he's just so on his, like, just so on his game that you can tell watching on TV what's going on. Nice. That's good help to have. Oh, yeah. It's, it's invaluable. I mean, we we really leaned on Paul this year and um, Kirk Kennedy from Dirt Hustler um, out in Kansas. They, they really. Dirty magazines. <laughs> that, um, yeah, Kurt, Kurt is a great guy, too, man. He, he, he really helped us out uh, over the winter. Um, I mean, we, we've got a real late start. <laughs> and, you know, he, he's out giving us measurements, you know, off his car, and it's 20 below zero. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't put a price. No, no, you can't. Now, as uh, Knucklehead Sandone here asked you for any advice, and have you given him any false information? <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny if I gave you Nor deny, call. okay. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> um, you know, after the heat race, we talk. After the feature, usually, we're, we're you know, we're talking. Um, just It's just usual back and forth. Uh, I mean, we, what are you running for tire pressures? What are you doing here? What are you doing there? You know, I mean, I even ask him some stuff. You know, what, what are you feeling here? What are you feeling? That's more and, uh, for you, huh? Asking Damn, right. Asking him where he's hiding his traction control device. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you shove it up your ass, or what do you do with that? <laughs> it's it really must be a real trouble if I have traction device. And I have should you swallow it, wait for it to pass? I mean, what do you do? <laughs> oh, boy. You can't ask Nick anything. You want to win, don't you? You don't ask Nick anything. Well, I, I will say sometimes we, we calm each other. You're probably under there taking pictures underneath yeah. his car and stuff too, aren't you? <laughs> nah, nah. But I, I will say, like, sometimes we're both, like, nervous and everything. We we calm each other down by telling each other that we're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that's real good. <laughs> Me and Nick were just, like, walking around like, with a bundle of nerves. I'm like, is this, is this just over? Like, you just get this done? Uh, yeah, it seemed like that night was taking really? forever. Before, before what? Before every feature? No, well, maybe not every feature, but uh, like uh, the championship night uh, it was September 11th. You know, it was kind of like a kind of like a down day anyway, with you know, with all the stuff that had happened. And oh yeah, and then uh, you know, sort of the championship stuff on top of that, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm like a bundle of nerves right here. I'm like just, I'm just pacing from the end of the car to the front. <laughs> Now, how 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 nerve wracking? Still got passion. Yeah, how nerve wracking is Victory Lane? Going to doing an interview in Victory Lane. It's not too, it's not too bad. It's most of the time I'm just like relieved to that it's now that over. over yeah. Get out of the car. You know, do this do this speech here. I get to see my family and my you know all my friends, and then it's time to start drinking some beer. Damn right. There you go. How nerve-wracking is it running next to Nick? <laughs> I got to tell you, there's there's a couple of people, and Nick is one of them, that I trust 100%. Um, you know, Jeff Dirks is definitely another one. I mean, me and Jeff have had some awesome races. And um, Mike Hughes, 
is another one. I mean, we we could race door to door, and you know, might lean on each other a little bit here or there. Yeah, it's nothing, racing though. Yeah, nothing's ever intentional. It's just just good mm-hmm. racing. And still, and still shake hands after and say, "Hey, that was a great race." Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's the way it should be. Jeff Turks, Jeff Turks is at the 06 car. The Camaro, yes. Camaro newer style Camaro. Yeah. Mike Mike Hughes, I'm trying to Mike Hughes at the 11 car. Nah, he's the uh, 18. Um, oh, 18 red, car. Uh, Monte Carlo. Okay. Who's isn't there an 11 car? A yellow 11 car? Danny yeah, Hamlet. Jeremy Doerr. Jeremy Doerr ran it this year for uh, Bill O'Brien's team. Oh, okay. Did, who who won the championship last year? Was it Jeremy Doerr? No, I'm Vincent. pretty sure it was Stinson. Yeah, Stinson won last year. Uh, 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 27 Camaro. Yeah, yeah, the white 27 that I said would probably take you all out for 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Oh, is that the guy? Yeah. Is that the dirty guy? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. I, hey, it's it's my my opinion. personal opinion, not Nick's or Tom's. My personal opinion. Okay. Well, so, they're not saying they're not so, saying either way. So, <laughs> well, I'm just saying I don't want them to get in any hot water if someone from his camp listens to the show. That was my personal opinion from what I see as a spectator in the stands. From your point of view, of course. From, from my point of view. Right. Okay. I see. From from Nick Sweet. <laughs> yeah, from Nick Sweet. So. Oh, nice. Wow, nice. man. So Tom, when you get in a suite, <sighs> oh dude, well, I, I don't have enough people kind of watching it. I'm lucky. I, I'm just lucky I get my family and friends out there. See, Doug, Doug should give the champion a suite the next year. I know. Really, take it away from Nick. You move in. Wow, we're trying to we're okay. trying to get two suites this year. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Doug, Doug came out with that. Um, Doug uh, got us those fire suits made up. Oh, those things are nice. Dude, they are, they fit like a glove, man. Um, Brad over at um, Velocita. Yeah. I had to, I had to do like a, um, like a FaceTime call with him. Dude, that guy is hilarious. Oh, to get all fitted up? Oh, yeah. So, so my girlfriend, oh, she's, I I was like, uh, I don't know if I really want her doing it because she's not real great on the tape measures. I mean, she can, she can. So, this, this is where I probably get in the hot water. So, the, uh, Brad measuring us up, or uh, measuring me up, and Brad telling her where you know where to go, and it was just it was it was a fun time. Brad made you know he made some jokes and it was fun, and uh, but that thing is sweet, man. So you're gonna wear it all. You're gonna wear it all next year. Are you wearing it now? Is the question, Mike? You wearing you gotta it? Gotta right break now? it in. I am not. I am not wearing it now. It's, it's actually in my truck. It's got to go to the race shop. But um, uh, I got. I, I, I got one of their suits too, man. They're they are nice, man. They're great. And Nick, and, and we can see Nick. He's actually wearing his now. Oh, good. That's good. He, and he's got his helmet on too. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. And his Hans device and his outdoor seatbelt. <laughs> I needed one anyway. I I had um. I was getting out of the car after one of those wins and the crotch out of the out of the head of the <laughs> just because I'm getting a little portly and it is what it is, but hey, it yeah. happens. 
Luckily, they came up with that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, I, I, did, I did see those suits on Facebook, and they, they look really nice. Uh, oh, that's, that's really cool of Doug to do that, because those things aren't cheap. No, I can only imagine what they cost. And, I mean, it's, it's such a well-put-together suit. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, Tom, we appreciate you coming on tonight and chatting with us. Um, before we let you go, is there anybody you want to thank? Yeah, I got, uh, I got a few people. I mean, my parents, they, they, especially my dad and my mom, you know, they, they put up with a lot and, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for, for my dad putting some faith. Yeah. Uh, my whole family. Uh, my girlfriend, she puts up with this mess of a sport that we call. <laughs> um, Ken Morin, he he lent me his car one night when I broke my clutch. And he come running over and just said, take the car. And I think we went out and finished sixth with it. And that really saved our season more than, you know, more than anything. Right. Um. Uh, Jerry Glenn, Metro Speed Machine, Bob Morano uh, is our is our engine builder. Uh, when we were having our engine issues in the you know in the summer, he was really taking it hard, and we found out that it you know it was nothing that we were doing; it was just something stupid that we were overlooking. And you know, so I'm glad he glad he's not feeling bad. Um, Joe Infante over at uh, Precision, he helps us out a lot. Uh, Dirt Hustler by Kennedy Motorsports. RF Customs makes badass shots. If you haven't heard of them, you should. Give them a call. Give them a shot. Those guys are awesome. Paul is, let's tell you guys, he watches the races on flow. He knows exactly what he's talking about, and he is the man with shots. I think um, Nick's taking notes. Yeah, Nick's writing this down, too, so I just want to let you know. I gave him Paul. Yeah, he did. No, he, he really did. <laughs> nah, yeah, he, he did. Paul Paul reached out to me. He's a, he's, he sounds like a really good guy to work with. Man. Definitely dedicated to his craft. Um, a couple other ones. Uh, obviously, Doug Rose, Bridgeport, QA. I mean, they, you know, they put on a great product. Um, uh, contracting, auto parts, two lanes catering, tabernacle side farm for repair, Edwards excavation. I mean, everybody that puts a hand on this car, um, Colin Camp, Mark Gold, my sisters, uh, my biggest little fan, Peyton. Um, you know, I, I really, I really appreciate all the, the support that I got this year. I mean, I, I was in the lowest of lows at times and the highest of highs. And when I was in the lows, they were the ones that pulled me up. It's good people to have. Good people to have. Yeah. And, and all of our, you know, all of our friends and fans, um, you know, not, you know, I didn't name, you know, there's just so many fans and people that come up after the races and say, Oh, you know, I've, you know, I've been watching you since you started and, and all that. And, you know, I just want to let everybody know that I appreciate all the fans out there that come up and say hi. All right, Tom. We appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. 
Uh, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward in 2022. With uh, I know you said you're running a limited schedule, so you're not going to race for points, but we still wish you luck in all the races that you enter. All right, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. And congrats on your championship, too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Yep. Yep. See you, See you man. Later. That was Tom. Wills. Two Wills. <laughs> the 2021 Bridgeport champion. champion. I forgot to mention, Mike, that Nick actually won an award this year. Nick Sandone here? Nick Sandone, yeah. The yeah, most, yeah, most popular yeah. driver. Yeah. Won something. You won did you get you won two awards? Oh, oh two awards. Yeah, you got another you got another one. He's currently can't win kid. a heat race, but he can win that though, right? Nick, I almost won a heat race. Oh, I thought you did win a heat race almost. this year. Did you? Nah man, I came close, but oh, I did. Come on. Whoa! Was that a bowling trophy? No, man. I can't read it. It's for the sports park. Something NS3. Something. Team Team NS3. We got a whole. Oh, nice. We got recognition for. Uh, nice. For everybody involved in the whole thing, it was unexpected. I mean, it sounds it like you guys crazy. are. It sounds like the whole three stock division. You guys are pretty pretty tight down there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I think I mentioned that. Except on, for that on one our, guy, right? Uh, Except for that one guy? Nah, he's all right, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's favorite guy? Hey, like I said, that's just my personal Point opinion. of view. It's always point of view. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody get it misconstrued. Yeah, I, I mean, got, you I could got, have had something. Got, maybe you had something in your eye. You scratched, rubbed it too much. It was blood. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. There's pictures of me taking shots with him after a race, so. Yeah, well, you uh, take shots cool. with anybody, so. I mean, you might be right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what difference does it make you? If Satan came up, going to do Shonda, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nick, what is your opinion? Oh, the, this is good. On on the new, newly announced wingless sprint car series. Um, yeah, you gotta tell who, who's doing it. Oh, World Racing Group's doing it. Well, yeah. Not Which, too you know, it's my favorite, right? What's that? Well, he, Brian, Brian loves World Racing Group. Oh, really? Favorite sanctioning bot. Oh, yes. no, I hate them. <laughs> okay, I thought you were being My ex-wife, I'd rather <laughs> remarry my ex-wife than ever say anything positive about them. Well, who did they grab to, uh, you know, to be their, like, star driver to, like, try and we don't Draw know. Crap. Right. We don't know. They're probably going to try to steal some USAC guys. You watch. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's what they got to do, to be honest. I mean. Yeah. Who else um, are you going to get? Yeah. That's the only reason why people probably watch the SRX because, you know, it had names. I didn't. Yeah. So. I didn't watch any of that. That's because you don't like NASCAR, so. I watched I watched a little bit of it. Um, when Sue and Spike gave me the format of the thing, I'm like, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, I think the format needs to change. I, I didn't like the format. Yeah, there's a couple of things. I know I don't I like NASCAR. Like a little redu- they're a little redundant, right? Yeah, yeah. Some of the things, yeah, yeah. And one of the, one of the uh, biggest I, things they need to change is not have Danica Patrick be an announcer. 
can't drive. You can't announce either. I was watching like the first race and she's like, see how the car is turning in the corner. That's them turning yeah. on the steering wheel. I'm like, you think? Uh, it's, a, it's like the Joe Madden of the uh, races there. Yeah. I was like, well, when a receiver catches the ball in the end zone, and that, 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 that's going to be a touchdown. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah that's, that was her. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You couldn't have found someone else? Like, <laughs> I forget who the other announcer was. Um, that Allen guy used to commentate NASCAR. Yeah, Alan, yeah. Allen. Um, uh, oh, the one with the yeah, fake. Alan. It looks like he's got, like, plastic, like, Lego hair on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Alan Bestwick. Hello, everybody. He's, he's like, <laughs> yeah. so his asshole's tightened up like a snare drum. That guy. <laughs> that guy. He does have that voice, though, to do it. I will give yeah, him that. Well, he does. He's got the knowledge. So so what do you think, Nick? What's your opinion on it? Um, I mean, like anything that has to do with racing, you want to see it, you want to see it be successful. because I don't. Well, I mean, uh, I kind of disagree with you there. Um, okay. Back it up. Well, I, I just I think more visibility and more – more more options for drivers, for teams, for stuff like that is a good thing. Yeah, I don't know if they've announced like a full schedule yet. I know they announced like two races in Florida at Volusia. I don't know if they've announced anything else outside of that. I, all right. Which what, you could get some USAC guys down for that. Well, yeah, because they'll be down at Bubba. Oh. Okay, here we go. Briggs Danner might do it. Or oh, is he already there committed to USAC? He's already committed to USAC and Bubba. Good, that's where. No, I mean as far as racing oh, any series. I don't know if he if the Gallagher team is gonna run full time wingless four tens. Yeah. I know he is going to Indiana this year for some USAC races. Mm-hmm. Now, now they also are doing the midgets. What the joke there? The outlaw, whatever the hell it's called. Now, that's going against Power I, which is Lucas Oil, and the USAC midgets. I don't still, I don't see that, I don't see that being successful. I don't. Do you see any of the world, out, since they'll be at Volusia, do you think any of the world outlaw guys take their wing off and run wingless sprints? It's a different animal. You know that. Uh, We've talked to Tim Bulkwalter, as Don Boldy said, they're two totally different animals. Call I think even Brady Bacon touched on that, too. Carlos yeah. will probably do it. Carl Larson could race anything. Carl Larson yeah. might, well, he's won in those, so. And, and, yeah, Kevin, and Kevin Thomas Jr. is putting a wing on his sprint car this year. and will go race Indy. for the All-Stars next go year. race for the All-Stars, yes. Yeah. He's still keeping Dr. That, that I'm excited for. I'm excited to see them at Bridgeport. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am too. What, the, uh, the All-Star guys? Now yeah. you have Sunshine. Yeah. And Kevin Thomas Jr. And Kevin Thomas Jr., not saying everybody else up, but that's two pretty decent named guys. And Sunshine's to me is just badass. Period. Yeah. Oh, I heard Chris Windham was going uh, wing racing too next year. That's what I heard. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. Mm. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I mean, Kevin Thomas had a hell of a year in the USAC sprints I, this year. I, I like I like wingless sprint car racing much better. So hopefully oh they all. God, yeah. Stay. Yeah, tell this, yeah, and then come back over to USAC where you belong. Yeah, so I'm glad USAC's coming to Bridgeport again, though. Yep, I'll be at the Bloomsburg show, of course. I just I wish the midgets wait. were coming. Ah, 
Yeah, no Eastern Storm this year. No, not for the midgets. But wait, will the World of Outlaw kind of sneak in like a... Yeah, I'm excited about that. Did you hear, uh, you know, what other class is going to be running with the World of Outlaws at Bridgeport? So you guys? What, three stocks? Nice. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, you go from a three stock to a four tenths. That's like night and, night and day speed wise. They're gonna, wow. <laughs> they're gonna be yawning when we're out there. <laughs> I know. You see a guy like 150. Here come the 50 mile an hour street stock division. <laughs> but that that's gonna be cool. No, they're they're at full speed. <laughs> Just to be in the pits surrounded by them, uh, that'd be cool. You know, experience. it's really it's yeah, it's cool. really hard. It's really hard to watch another division the same night when the outlaw because you're so used to those things at their their rate of speed even at orange oh, yeah. it's a big track you see these guys averaging like 140 and here come the big blocks like why are they crawling it's just like wow yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah so so last year but that's Dave cool though Bob, you get the exposure to see those guys so that's cool yeah. that's very yeah. cool. So last year, Doug did modifieds as a support class for every special event and I guess he went away from that this year because I don't think modifieds are the the uh, support class for any of the specials this year. Uh, I think it might be on one. Oh, uh, really? I might, I, I might be wrong. Probably cost I, them too I, much I, damn money. <laughs> well, I mean, it does the same thing like he, like he would do for us. Like we have a Saturday off that week to to, um, to run that Tuesday. You know? Okay, that's pretty cool. I'll be at that show. Yeah, the only the only downfall of that, of course, is that yeah. you know. I won't be able to really watch it, watch it, because I'm trying to work on my car. Your car already, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the only downfall, but um, it's it that's gonna be pretty cool. Is he now? Here's the question: Are they gonna run your feature first? I mean, that would be awesome because then I'd yeah. jump out of my car and run up to the grandstand real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, not only that, but I mean that for the World Outlaws this past year, that place was this packed as i've ever seen it so yeah you guys running in front of that big ass crowd would be cool. yeah that'd be nice that would be cool yeah you're going nice. after them you know it they're huh? gonna eat the track up on you and you guys are gonna have like nothing left yeah, uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I mean i hope not just because like like he said if um you know how many people are going to start leaving after that race and we're racing for you know in front of hardly anybody but I'll stick around and watch. I mean, I, I think a nice feature for us would be a good way to pack the track in for him. There you oh, go. They'll eat it up within two laps anyway. You know that. You know, they'll, yeah, they'll eat it up. Well, no, yeah, I, think, I think a lot of people would still stick around because for the World Outlaw show, they wait for the pits to open afterwards and go in and meet the drivers. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah well, I'm out there on the track. Now they won't they won't open up the pits then if that was the case. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I hear you say. But yeah, I'll be there for that race. So I'll come watch you. Sweet. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Are you guys? I'm not going. I know you're not going. Yeah. You gotta make it. You gotta make it down for one race this year, though. Yes, I am. I promised. You have to. Come you go to that one. I'll go to that one. Go. Go to that one. I'll get you in the pits. Away during the week, yeah. 
Yeah, hell yeah, stay at my place. I live right down the street from the track. <laughs> got a guest room. Yeah. Oh, that's why I would do burn up a vacation day to have a sleepover with Nick Sandone. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a hell of a time. <laughs> it sounds gay is what it sounds like. It sounds gay. I mean, only to you. Only to you. <laughs> we could have a pillow fight too, Nick. <laughs> You can play with my naked cats, you know. Oh, your ball bags are running around. Oh. I'll play with my own naked cat, thank you. Jesus. Oh, boy. That escalated quickly. Yeah, next Harold's ball bags running around. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Sorry, are you guys... So uh, Nick, uh, go ahead, I must do. Oh, Nick, what do you got? Just... Same old, same old for next year. Yeah, yeah, same old, same old. Uh, we already, yeah. you know, we're gonna yeah, make we, a race. Or I mean, why would I do that? I mean, it's just... <laughs> no, nah, yeah, we're, we're with just the most popular driver. <laughs> just, just do enough to get the votes. Absolutely not, man. We campaign next year. We 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 wanna we wanna win one, man. We, we okay. owe it to everybody who uh, who's helped out. I mean, there's tons of people to thank. The list just keeps growing and growing. Um, yeah, we got to win one, man. You have to do it when I'm I'm finally down there and you got to do it tonight. Me and Mike are together. I ain't planning nothing. I'm going to win regardless. No, tonight, (laughs) I said, I'm going to be like, tonight's tonight. Actually, I'm going to tell you to hold this. Now you're second. Now don't go for it. Wait till I'm down there to get your first win. (laughs) You guys, you guys gained a lot of speed there at the end of the year too. Yeah, yeah good. it was. Uh, we we were starting to figure things out, and then uh, the hundred lapper threw a wrench in it with these new tires. And man, I, it's just crazy how a set of tires are different size throws your whole entire setup off. Like, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like Friday night, I was I was top like top ten fastest car out there and qualified very well for the for the hundred lapper. Started freaking second in it, and I. Switched up tires to, and I guess that was a bad mistake. But you know, we learned. Tires but we're like, going to be running them. Yeah. They're supposed to be a uh, better tire. Uh, we get like a lot more use out of them next year. Um, better wear. Um, so we got to figure it out. So well, you got some notes to go off of at least, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you think you're pretty good at taking notes. Yeah, we saw yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good coat from Tommy tonight. Who wins the Chili Bowl, I guess, this year or next year? Who wins it? I mean, I, I don't want to sound cliche and say Kyle Larson. So Three like, in a row, a hat trick? Uh, I mean, that would be sweet. I mean, I, I think I'd be an idiot not to pick him, to be honest. Oh, I mean... Well, I guess I'm going to be an idiot then. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm going to take Christopher Bell. I knew. I mean, that was, yeah. 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 Brian? Uh, I'm going to go. Start freezing. With the two, no, God, I would never. <laughs> no, I'd rather, again, marry the ex-wife, remarry her. Um, I'm going to go with the two-time winner, Rico. Ooh. Oh, I like that one too. He's like such a great guy. Pick. Yeah, he's a damn good wheel man too. Yeah, yeah. All Have right, so 2022. Who do you guys think takes the short track super series South Region Championship? Mmm. Mm. 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 Mm
He went fishing with Brett Dale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South region champion. Man, that's tough. Hmm. Oh, am I going first? Yeah, yeah man. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going Anthony Perego. For the South? Okay. The South. What do you got, Nick? I mean, we'll... Uh, hmm. I don't even know. Superman make all the South ones, or is he normally? No, he does them both. He does them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I would, I would, I would go him. And do Shepard. Yeah, good old Maddie. I'm going to stick on my pick, Billy Tosh Jr. Ooh, I'm the only guy who picked this South region guy to win the South region. There you are. (laughs) Yeah, that's because he's throwing in a free shirt for me. Anyway, um, (laughs) you guys. What do you guys got for the North region? Go ahead, Nick. Oh, man. I, I This would be cool if it happens, but I don't think it will. But I, I, I really wish he would. I would like to see Peter Britton. Ooh. I, he does. He does do all of them? Stuff, no. No? I think Why he not? might. I think he's going to a, lo- a little bit more this year with the big money races. All right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Nick. If he races all the time, you got Britton. If not, make another one. Brent will be your first pick if he does it full time. Yeah. Who's, who's your Who's your uh, backup guy? Um. Williamson. Or is he another? Uh, he doesn't do him either. He doesn't do him either. Not, oh, not well, no, no, no. <laughs> still, well, remember we talked on this year. He might be doing it full time this year. Uh, when we, when right. we just interviewed him, he said he might be that's doing right. it for sure. See, I heard I that during that. that interview on your podcast. That's why I did that. You're so no full idea. of shit. Yeah, you are full of shit. You're such a weasel. God. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Now, if, if, your dad, if your dad would have said that, I'd believe it. You're just a liar. <laughs> wow. Wow. I see how it is. <laughs> Uh, North 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 Series. I'm going Matt Shepard. The repeat. Going AP. Anthony Perego. We're not going to pick the Elite Series. We all know who's going. Well, let's, let's just have a little fun with it. The Hellmar sponsored uh, Short Track Super Series Elite Series. Who you got, Nick? The Hal. Mar sponsored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I would Al- definitely Al- go to Friesen. Mar sponsored. <laughs> Elite I'm, Series. I'm going Ryan Watt. <laughs> James, there you go. James Parsons. Mike is picked Ryan Watt to win the Halmar sponsored <laughs> Elite Series. I'm taking the underdog Ryan Watt. He's going to race all of them. Okay. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. To my understanding. <laughs> Because he said, if you don't chase the the big money races, you'd be an idiot. And they're yeah. all they're all they're all south except for Utica, Rome, and Fonda, and, Orange and County, Orange County, Orange County. Well, but none of those none of those are really that far north. That's actually Orange County is not too far of a drive. Well, it's not a bad of a drive for him. Well, he, yeah, you're right. Utica well, Rome is the one. Well, he's coming from Boyertown, so he's not coming from Jersey. He's probably like, He's probably like two, three hours from me. 
Yeah, so. That, that unit grown was probably six to seven for him. That's three from me. All right, how Mar sponsored a late series, Nick? I already said it. I already said freezing. <laughs> now, I'm actually, I, I, I'm going with I, um, Money Matt for the Walmart series. He likes money. And that's he does. What, uh, so you got freezing. That, that's pretty much it. They're going to find a way for him to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. Williamson? <laughs> I'm going to go with your boy, uh, Mike. I'm going to go with Shepard. It's a possibility. I'm going with Shepard. 2022 Super Dirt Car Series champion is going to be Matt's going number nine. Okay, nine for nine. Yeah, I'm going going Matt Shepard. I mean, hard to pick against Shepard. Yeah, in the Dirt yeah. Car Series, it is. Nick, your your Shepard. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick. He's going to win number two. Money Matt. Money Matt. Mighty Mouse. Matt Williamson. And that's all we really care about, right? Uh, I mean, Brady Beaky, does Brady quit become the five-time national USAC national sprint car champion? Yes, because people are leaving. <laughs> yeah, Brady's fight. Kofoid win number two in the midgets? No. What do you got? Tanner Thorson. Ooh. What do you got, Nick? Tanner's a tough one to beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot, yeah. Uh, I think it's either going to be Tanner Thorson or I think Big Daddy gets it. He could. He could. He's consistent. He is, and he was. This is very good. That's a good driver. He was buddy's, second points this pitcher, year, right? Yeah. Yes. Kofoy is just amazing. That kid is phenomenal at his age. Was he 17? Yeah, 17, 18. I mean. World Outlaws, he got sprint cars. Uh, Shoehart, Logan. Ooh. Okay. A local boy. I'm going to go with Gravel. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I think, I think Logan had a pretty good... Yeah, he did. Top five. Very, like, tough here, yeah. Yeah, top five. Uh, uh, I mean, Sweet's on. Sweet's hot right now, too. Three? Yeah. Three in a row. Yeah. Mm. David Gravel was second, wasn't he? Uh, I believe so. There was kind of... It was kind of... I think it was close. Who, whose car is Gravel driving now? Is he driving? Is he uh, driving? Number, number two. Number two, yeah. Yeah. Who's driving? Um, who's driving uh, the forty-one now? I don't. I honestly don't. <laughs> I just uh, don't know. Jace, Jason Johnson's car. Oh, who's driving that? I feel like I know this. I know it too, and I can't think of his name. That's who I'm picking to win the championship. All right, to 41. Yeah, I can't think of his damn name. Somebody please message us who it is after you listen to this show, because it's it's there and I can't. So nobody's picking Kinzer to win his 21st? No. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah he's washed up, right? Yeah. Uh, what about World Outlaw Wait, so late models? I, I didn't even follow it, so. Next. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Brandon Shepard. 
wins okay. his fifth. Uh, wins his fifth title. Because nobody else races it anyway. Uh, they, enough, no, a four-time champion's coming back to race against him this year. I forget his name. Rick Eckerd. No, not Rick Eckerd. Uh, another four-time late model champion's coming back race World Outlaws four to- full time this year. I forget the hell's name what? is. Um, Max. Was he from? Max. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I think it was, he was running. He's been running Lucas Oil. And he's coming back to World Outlaws this year. <laughs> uh, Max Blair from Pennsylvania is running. Uh, World Outlaws this year, full time. Well, no full-time. shit, that ought to be interesting. He's actually good. Yep. At the UL, ULMS. Yep. There's gonna be, I think, uh, I, five or six. I don't know who year. runs it. So I don't. I don't know who really runs it. So I, I, I'll take Overton. Uh, McCready. I, I, McCready's Lucas, Lucas Oil, Oil. Champ. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Terrible. No, but he he did win the World of he's. He's the second driver to win a World of Outlaw late, late model championship and a Lucas Oil championship. Who's the only other driver besides him to do it? Who? Who's the only other driver besides Tim McCready to do that? Win a championship in the World of Outlaw late model series and the Lucas Oil late model series. Bluequist? I have no idea. Yep, you're right. That's right. <laughs> That's <sweet>. correct. <laughs> um. Lucas Oil dirt late models. Does Tim McCready repeat? Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's unanimous. Everybody's like, yeah. Yeah, he does. That's uh, all the major. That's, that's all the major. Yeah, all the major. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else. No, that's it. We did it. Well, I think that's a wrap for the season. Uh, yeah, all right. One more question. Does the Extreme Outlaw Series, is it a, it's, I know it's its first year. How do you see it going? <sighs> uh, I mean, after watching, uh, I'm sorry to go back to this, but SRX's first season, uh, it's going to be a learning curve. Um, again, I think it depends on who they can grab. Um, That's going to be tough. As, yeah. Um, because a lot of new divisions, uh, you're not going to get the fan base to yeah. be successful without having a big name or something like that involved. So that's just it's my opinion. But you're um, going to need more. Am I going to need more than one? I mean, oh, I want to see yeah. them all. Like that, you know, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. We'll see. I think yeah, it's gonna, and they can't play games either. They really have to be careful scheduling. They can't schedule against USAC. Yeah, because you have it. a lot of yeah. No, they can't don't, do it. USAC and uh, power. We're not changing for you. We're not. We're not doing it. I think. I think if they work with USAC and and schedule different dates, I think you'll have drivers run then, both. Yeah, then it could be successful. Then I could see it being yeah. a success. But they, then, they yes. can't. They, can't they want see. yeah. Right. They can't try to go against them on the same night. It's not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, they, they, USAC yeah, they is can't way too games. prestigious. Oh, yeah. It's been around since 50. Yeah. So, yeah. They, you can't play your little pissing batch game like you do now with you, Dale here. You can, you, can run the, you can run the same night as a Silver Crown race. That's fine. Yeah, I don't, nobody cares about Silver Crown. There's only like five drivers in that anyway. Yeah, and there's only 12 races. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and most of those guys are trying to go for, for uh, eleven. Old, try to go for a triple crown. Eleven races, I think. Yeah, there's not many of them. Six asphalt and five dirt, I think. Yeah, something like that. Copper World Classics, one of them. Oh, um, yeah. 
speaking of Super Dirt Car Series too, they raised the payout for the champion. Yeah, I saw that. Twenty thousand, yeah, up to sixty thousand from uh, forty thousand, and they only have a handful. Only a handful of the races are a hundred laps still. All of all, all the other ones are seventy-five or sixty laps. They reduced the amount of laps. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to Ohio next year, where Atomic. Yeah, Atomic, Atomic Speedway. Atomic, however you want to say. Atomic, it. Yeah. Atomic Speedway. Oh so. yeah, Nick. Before before we call it a, a season here, Mike and I we're, we're praying it's on our you know we wrote a it's on our wish list that we sent up to Santa. We would absolutely love to see Dale take the dirt modifies out to Indiana. Do you think that would be a success? Um, I see it happen if you get like 30, let's say like 30 committed drivers and we say, well, some alternates. Yeah. 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 I mean, didn't he take a chance down south somewhere with them and there was during COVID, all yeah, kinds of did, people? It did yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So I don't see why not. Yeah. He's been taking so, care of them guys. So. It's just uh, like Mike and I said, we were gonna. You'd have to get it like one of their like a four ten class wingless class that they run out there, like a Kokomo Bloomington and all that, to just to get the people like, hey, check these guys out, kind of thing. Yeah. Get some people in the the stands. I think it could be done. Absolutely. I think it's what's right, gonna do it, Steyo. Yeah. Yeah, that's how yep. you got to go for it, man. The only way to to find out if it's gonna be success is to try. Yeah. So I'll ask him when I go to Georgetown when I see him. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. And tell him uh, Rocky mm-hmm. Warner beat him. And Rocky Warner beat him by a lot. By by like a ton. Yep. So that's a wrap on the season, folks. Yeah. Oh, next year is gonna be a lot of fun. You wanna. <laughs> You want to uh, take us out for one last time this year, Brian? All right. Thank you. I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened, supported us, bought some shirts from us. Nick, thank you for coming on. Let you bust your chops a little bit. Mike, <laughs> of course, another another great year with me and you. Looking forward to next year. Be bigger, better, and better and everything. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody and their families. We will see you next year. January 17th is our first show, so keep looking at our page to see who our guest is going to be, because we'd like to know, too. So that's it for my trusty co-host, Michael Clark Griswold, our special guest co-host, Nick Sandone III. I'm the mouth, and you've been black flagged. Shut the f*** up!